This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. When we were kids, there were guys in our lives who taught us lots of stuff. Mine taught me how to go fishing on our boat if the sea wasn't rough. They showed us how we could do our best and how to raise the bar. They'd always be saying a special and we believe that you're a star. Being a dad, being a dad. Welcome to iDad Full Time Full On. This is Frank Carter with uh, yes, with another week of lockdown and I'll be uh, looking ahead to a, a little bit of freedom a little bit more um, going out into the world I guess we'll um, know a little bit later this afternoon but in the meantime the days today's show Father's Day we've just had Father's Day and I'd like to talk about that because it was it was heartwarming there was excitement and uh, so we we'll go through the Father's Day Father's Day experience which was really really neat also, this week is Tongan Language Week, and uh, look at the development of the Tongan language and the interest that I see in Tongans speaking their own language and the value that I see in that. Lockdown, of course, lockdown coming to an end. How's the experience and our experience in lockdown, but also the experience that I've observed from some colleagues who have been working very long hours at home, looking after children, and then, of course, having to catch up late at night. Um, the, the two differences, the, the, the difference between the two of us. And related to that, of course, uh, the advice we get from MB, MBIE, uh, quite frankly, um, yeah, I'll give you a bit of an opinion on that one too. Sick leave, can you take sick leave? Um for children, if if there's nobody actually sick at home, uh, what is the situation there? And a question that I haven't seen anybody ask at all about the workplace being at home or home being your workplace. I want to raise that question. I don't have the answer for it, but I may well have a look at it and, and look through and find out for next week. Because I think this is quite a fundamental one, which... Nobody's really looked at, and it does open a bit of a can of worms for perhaps employers. Uh, yes, that question, we'll sort of look at that question. And there'll be a reminder for businesses. I do a bit of um, accounting from home, and as part of that, of course, we're reminding people about claiming the wages subsidy, if it's appropriate, and, of course, the uh, resurgence payment. The yes, So there'll be a reminder to small businesses or any business in actual fact, uh, and sole traders that uh, about this wages subsidy and um, applying for it. So that'll be our, our show for the day. And so we'll start off with Father's Day. Father's Day actually started, yeah, three or four days beforehand. Uh, 
and it was really neat. Esle loves celebrations. She loves organizing celebrations. She loves doing celebrations for people. So about midweek, she started doing the little cards and, and I got a little card and she wanted desperately to show me a card that she had, was going to give me on Sunday. But no, 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 she, no, no, she wasn't going to, but she wanted to. She was just that excitement, that excitement was building up. And it did. And then, of course, during over the next couple of days, we couldn't go anywhere. Fortunately, uh, Miley's um, at home on Saturday. So Miley and Esley went out to do a bit of shopping. And, of course, uh, they had to make excuses. Esley had to make the excuses, you know, why she was going shopping. It was really neat to see her, her little heart uh, going into this. Then, of course on um, the Sunday morning on Father's Day morning there was the breakfast the handmade card uh, with that real heart with, you know the heart showing heart coming out in, in, in what's written in the card simple but meaningful and you don't have to be complicated it just you know the stuff you get from children shows that you don't have to be complicated um, you just have to be honest I guess and what's in your heart so that was largely um, Father's Day for, for for us but then of course we had uh, the Zoom church and at the church St John's we have a uh, there's three congregations there there's Tongan, Fijian and the, the European congregation and it just so happened that on Sunday Father's Day, the Tongan congregation was leading the service. The first Sunday of each month is is a combined service, and this uh, this um, Sunday on Father's Day it was the Tongan congregation, and of course, for the Tongan community, the normal Father's Day is the third of third uh, Sunday in May, but this week there was quite a celebration of Father's Day. And that was in concern. And it, I thought it was really neat because uh, the, the Tonga congregation got into it and celebrated it for all, gave everybody the opportunity. A bit of a, a competition for children to send in a card or a, a poster that they wanted to write to their dad. And there was um, eight of them, eight of them sent in, and it was a competition. So somebody had to dreadful job of having to having to judge how on earth you judge. So of course none of the parents were able to judge. None of the parents judged this. And I have to say that Sione Moletika did a wonderful job in 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 uh, judging. How do you do it? And and this all came on the Zoom thing. It said there was eight entries from children um, writing something especially for their dad and as I said it's so how do you how do you make someone you know the number eight number seven number six well Sione Melitoke did Molitika did a wonderful job he didn't have any part, uh, six sevens and eights he had fourth four third equals which I thought was one, wonderful absolutely really good then there was uh, three second equals. Then, of course, it came out with a winner. Uh, and, of course, that's that was a wonderful way of doing it. Very, 
creative and perhaps it demonstrates the inclusiveness that uh, Sione promotes uh, from within the Tongan culture, Tongan community. And there was one extra one, Zoe, of course, um, who held hers up. Well, yes, she got a place as well, of course. And, uh, yeah, so that was really, uh, wow, what a, what a wonderful, wonderful way of doing things. Nobody came last. Uh, four people came equal third. Three came equal second, and there was one winner. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So uh, the combined service was run by the Tongan community, and it was run as a Father's Day service, irrespective of the fact that uh, the general um, Father's Day for Tongans is in May. But they all joined in. And in the Zoom, there was uh, the children and their families uh, coming in and out, in and out on the Zoom. Um, wonderful, really neat. Um, and a, a very heartwarming to see it. One hears of children who don't have that kind of atmosphere in their family, and it feels quite sad um, that they're not able to do that, and there is something missing, and they don't have that excitement. Feels sad for the children, and also sad for the parents as well. We're going for our first break now, and after the break, we'll come back with Tongan Language Week and uh, lockdown, how it's impacted on us but also my understanding of how it's impacted on other people and colleagues of mine who I work with quite closely.
Welcome back to iDad Full Time Full On. Frank Carter with iDad Full Time. Experiences, memories, heartwarming feelings and experiences, um, doubts and fears, lessons learned about being a dad. Esle is not with us today. Um, it's, uh, yeah, so it's uh, on our own. Tongan Language Week. Tongan Language Week. Uh, Tongan Language, there's how many Tongans in, in Tonga? About 130,000. Similar number probably spread around the world, quarter of a million people. And take great pride in speaking their own language. And it's really neat, in actual fact, to see and hear Miley and Esle talking in Tongan um Esle is not talking back very much. She's beginning to, but she's certainly picking up a lot and taking great pride in it. And I see Esle's um, sort of nieces and nephews uh, up in Auckland. They're just naturally speaking Tongan. It's interesting. So some parts of the family, some parts of her family, are the parents spoke Tongan to them and have brought them up. Other parts of the family, other nieces and nephews, there has been very little, so they're not familiar with it. And there is, I think, a greater confidence with those who are bilingual. And the fact that children have been learning Tongan from home has in no way detracted from their ability to, to, to converse in English. They're absolutely bilingual because they've done both. And I think that's the way that um, that Eslea is coming along too. She can convert in both and go backwards and forwards quite naturally without thinking about it. Um, and that's the way to learn it is, I guess, from your parents. We're, I guess we're very, very fortunate that Miley has um, got that strength in not just the language, but also in the depths of the culture and backgrounds in, in things like the dance and the histories. So this is something that's going to be passed on to, to Esle. And it is important because I notice that so many people do not seem to have, of all races, do not seem to have that foundation of history, of tradition, even the tradition does change, of course, but of history, of understanding and knowing where they've come from and being proud of where they've come from. Um, and that is very important. Understanding, but also, of course, understanding that where they've come from, there's been lots of mistakes. As European, as English, or grown up in England, um, I'm very proud of a lot of the achievements um, of history, going back thousands of years, a couple of thousand years. At the same time, I'm also very aware of the of the difficulties, the controversies, the damage that can have been done uh, by by some some of us, some explorers, some governments, some decisions from London have damaged countries far away. Uh, so there's always good and bad um, countries, very much like people. None of us are perfect. Uh, some of us are worse than others. Um, but, yeah, being able to look back at your own history and being able to recognise the good stuff and accept that it hasn't all been good. And with, um, I think that's very valuable for all of us, and but especially perhaps valuable for um, minority uh, cultures, people like, um, as I said, Esley and her family, 
and Miley because that does give them some grounding, some the confidence. And being bilingual, of course, is very, very valuable. <clears throat> um, yeah, being, and I understand that once you've got two languages, the third and fourth is, is much easier to learn. So they are uh, delighted. And Tongan Language Week. Yes, Tongan Language Week, great. It's an opportunity for people to talk about, become aware of, and value. However, I think much like Māori Language Week, uh, Māori is not just spoken during the one week. It's spoken the whole year. And so similarly, I guess Tongan Language Week gives people the opportunity to open up and discuss and be aware of and say, oh, I think perhaps why don't we do this a bit more and to continue during the week and I think that's the value perhaps of, of a language week is it raises it brings it back up and say well maybe we sh we could be doing this for our children maybe as parents we could be encouraging our children to develop that second language uh, to look back in, uh, that becomes that is part of their history part of their heritage so that's the Tongan language we can see how it how it comes out but as I said um, the Tongan language second language is not just for one week of the year it's it's a way of life um, and I think Esle and and many people who have the two languages have a great opportunity of course because they have an insight into both uh, both histories both cultures through the through the language um, enormously valuable having two languages one I don't have two languages um, a couple of smatterings in two or three um, but I haven't I haven't got two languages perhaps it's long past time to start learning one I don't know uh, but yeah okay so talking language week coming up be aware of it and perhaps if you hear of it Perhaps it's a bit of a smile. Tonga, tiny nation in the middle of the Pacific. But I tell you what, it makes an enormous amount of difference in many areas. Uh, there are m many PhDs. There are more PhDs per 100,000, uh, more Tongan PhDs per 100,000 uh, than I think any other any other uh, country. Um, I have a num um, number of, I know a number of extremely successful uh, Tongan business people, uh, highly qualified Tongan business people, and I know people who are out at five o'clock in the morning picking the asparagus and the blueberries and and working hard, working really hard, uh, physical hard, uh, to try to make ends meet. The whole range. We'll go for our second break now, and after that we'll come back with uh, the lockdown. How has that impacted, and how are you doing, and what are we looking forward to after this break? Right here. 
back to I Dad. Full time, full on. Um, but a brief comment about lockdown. We just about end to end of the the serious stuff. We hope. Uh, and uh, but there's going to be that long tail of of two lockdown two. I guess that's going to go on for quite some time. Has it been? To be absolutely honest, it's been relatively stress free for us at home. But I've been very fortunate. Uh, Esley's very good. I haven't got that stress work pressure. I, I'm self-employed. I did, as I mentioned before, I, I do a bit of accounting at home for a number of people. Number of businesses, small businesses are not for profits. Quite a bit of stress at times, uh, deadlines. But this time, at this stage, it seems to have been fairly... Uh, yeah, I've just taken it fairly stress-free. Uh, no pressure. Um, I've lo- perhaps I've lowered expectations. There are some deadlines I've missed, but they're not tax deadlines. I haven't mixed IRD deadlines. They're more the deadlines that I've set for myself. Um, and so this, for, for us, has been good. However, I do know, uh, personally, some people who are working till 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning to do their day job, because during the daytime they have children to work, uh, children to look after, and that is tough, extremely tough. And you look around for advice on what can be done. Can can they take sick leave? Can they take annual leave? Don't want to take annual leave. Uh, Miley's workplace has been very very uh, flexible. Um, Working from home. The advice from MB, not particularly very helpful. Negotiate with your employer. Yeah, okay. Some employers would be fine. But remembering, of course, that if the employer gives you time off, it's costing the employer money. And at the time, at this time, of course, they're not getting much income. Can you take sick leave? You can take sick leave if your child is sick or if you are sick. 
there has been a possibility raised that, of course, the extra stress of work, looking after children during the day and working hard at night is creating an unhealthy workplace. So that could be a cause for or, or could justify a claim for some sick leave if you're just too exhausted. You have to get to a doctor. You have to get somebody with it to write the medical certificate. The other one question I have, and I haven't seen this question asked. If you're injured at work, injured at home, doing work, is your home a workplace? Is that a workplace accident fully covered by ACC? I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to leave that with you. And maybe I'll try to find the answer over the next week or so and come back next week. Thanks very much for being with us. Look forward to being back with, uh, look forward to being back with you next Tuesday, September the 14th, halfway through September on iDad full time, full on. Take care. Look after yourselves. And if you've got any snuffles, get yourself tested. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad. It takes time, give them time, being a dad. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.